Welcome to episode 115 of the Thunder Underground podcast. My name is Trent. I'm joined by Jason. And are you ready for some Night Demon? I'm ready. Yeah. Why are you ready? Because Night Demon's amazing. They bring the heavy metal heat. Yeah. That that, that do. Uh, they've got this new album coming out here in just like <laughs> three weeks now. Yeah. Or under three weeks. Yes. On Century Media. Yeah. Their first album was also on Century Media, right? And it's, yes. It's a it's a barn burner, so to speak. That's right. And I imagine this next one's going to be the same way because this first single that they put out is extremely good. They're extremely good live. We're going to talk about all that here in a bit. We got all three members, which is really cool. So before we get to that, we're going to play some music and I don't know, talk about a couple other things. First thing I wanted to mention was less than human won this Rocklahoma Madness contest. Yes. To play the River Spirit. Casino stage at Rocklahoma, which is the the second stage, basically. There's big time acts that play this stage, and they've got an opening slot. I think I think it's the Friday, but don't quote me on that. Mm-hmm. But regardless, this will be good for them because they're a badass band with a great stage show, stage presence, and I think you know I think people are receptive to that kind of stuff, especially yeah. at a festival. Definitely, yeah, and they're gonna. They're going to kick the day off. It's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Rocklahoma's done pretty good the last, or not just Rocklahoma, I mean these, whatever that is, the Danny Wimmer festivals. Yes. The last two, three, four years of adding, you know, heavy bands to these bills. Yeah. You know, whether they be classic bands like Testament and Suicidal and Anthrax to newer ones like Devil Driver and Hatebreed and Mastodon and Gojira, you know, so it's... Great, the lesson humans getting on this stage to showcase that because people always respond to that kind of stuff really well. I think out there, from what I've seen, yeah, people are gonna yeah. love lesson human. Yeah, I'm telling you, yeah, check them out if you're not familiar with them. They're from Tulsa. Look them up on Facebook, and like we've said 42 other times in this podcast, hopefully they'll be on here soon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and we're we're gonna make it happen. Yeah. It's not them; it's us. Yeah, you it's, know, dragging we, our feet for some reason, right? Yeah, we we are we are scheduling morons, <laughs> right? Yeah, we can't keep anything fucking straight. Yeah. Well, you want to play some music? Yes, we should. We're gonna play this band out of Kansas City, Missouri, called Custom Black. Check this song out. It's called She Rides.
Rides from Custom Black from their album Smoke Show Rise. These guys are out of Kansas City, Missouri. What are the best words to describe this other than holy shit? Yeah, no kidding. I mean, just riftastic, heavy as balls. Uh, you know, God. Yeah. I I was uh I think um I think Steve Ray recommended them, talked about them on on the last time he was on the show. Yeah. And uh yeah, they Thank actually you, played... Steve Ray. Steve Ray, you were right. These guys are great. Yeah, they played that day of Halata Fest later that evening. Yes. That yeah. second day that second day, yeah. we weren't there later that night. But yeah, I mean, I, I'd love to see these guys live. It's Power Trio out of Missouri, and they've just got that groovy, stonery, doomy kind of rock. His voice is perfect for this their sound. It's got... The song has that, you know, heavy... That low, heavy end. And yes. It's... It's not dark, but I mean, it is dark, but his voice makes it sound brighter. And the end of it's got that real yeah. ominous tone, but it's still not. It just, it's still, even though it's ominous, it makes me feel good. Yeah. And, you know, there's a hook, and that's always, I mean, you just, you got to love it. Yeah. I mean, this whole album's fantastic. I mean, there's seven tracks on it, and I listen to it, and it makes me feel like, you know, that the world's on the right track. <laughs> yes. When there's it music, is. when there's new music like this in it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, these guys are on Bandcamp. That album's also on Spotify and iTunes, I believe. So do yourself a favor. Check this thing out. They're, uh, like I said, custom black. Look them up on Facebook and follow them. Well, I got a complete 180 here for you. Good. Good. I'm always, yeah. I'm trying to figure one out. And no. so you have one. So I that's just, good. Because I've got an opinion on this. I just want to hear your opinion. Okay. Neither one of us are. <clears throat> you know, noted non-fans of the Eagles. Okay. But, obviously, we respect these guys. This better be good. <laughs> right. If we're talking about the Eagles, there better be some kind of caveat or fucking... I mean, I'm like fucking Big Lebowski. I just don't fucking like the Eagles. No, yeah, I've said that my whole life. Okay, okay. You know that. I mean, and this is a more heavier-leaning show, so there better be some kind of twist to this or hey, something. Hey, we've, we've gone out, out the box I many know, times. I know, I know. I shouldn't be such an idiot. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. I'll we show talked up. about it after Glenn Fry passed yeah. away. Yeah, but here's the—that's the reason I bring it up—is because they announced that they're playing this festival in New York and L.A. Yeah, I already forgot the name of it. Legend or classic, the classic, I think. And it's I think like it's called the Cha-Ching Festival. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of a play, I think, off of the success from that desert trip. Yeah. You, you know, even though that was six you know massive bands this is like two or three massive bands and two yeah. or three other notable classic rock bands but the point of my bringing this up is that the eagles are playing shows again so what's your thoughts on that um you know i i don't know if you'd asked me a while back in in any any of these bands i would have said no they shouldn't do that that's kind of you know you're just <clears throat> i don't know you're just kind of it's just not, it's not cool. Yeah. But I don't know, you got to think about it. And, and this is what I've said for a lot of bands for a lot of different reasons. If, if you can still fill a room, fuck, why not do it? Yeah. You know, and I always ride the line with that kind of thing. It's, it seems, it seems odd to do for the Eagles to do, to do shows without Glenn Fry. It'd be like, you know, Metallica doing a show without James Hetfield or something. Um, or, you know, insert whatever. 
So I, I don't, ah, uh, man, I don't know. I, <laughs> well, you, you brought I, I, I want to say, I want to say, no, don't do it. But fuck, you know, a bunch of people are going to buy tickets and a bunch of people are going to love it. So, yeah. well, you know, who am I? Well, why should I say anything about it? You know? So I don't know. That's kind of where my head's at when, when these things get kind of brought up. Yeah. Well, you brought up the point that, you know, if they can still, people are still going to pay to see them once it matters to yeah. us or to anyone else. Yeah. You know, foreigners, the great example we brought up before. Yeah, exactly. They go out and play without a single original. There's winner. no one left in that goddamn yeah. band. But with the Eagles, it's like, they're obviously not going to replace him with someone. <clears throat> no. So my question, you know, I think it would be pretty cool, honestly, if they went out and did a show and didn't play a single Glenn Fry song. I mean, I know that would... Make there yeah. a lot of butthurt people if they yeah. get to hear Take It Easy or something. But you got to think this is a, a rare band that has three iconic voices in it. Mm -hmm. You know, as far as that kind of stuff goes. Yeah. And I mean, Hotel California, arguably their biggest hit, wasn't sung by him. So that's not a not an issue. Yeah. So I just think it'd be cool as shit if they went out and did this. You know, maybe did like Take It Easy, you know, and had some shit on the screen and then... The rest of the time, just played the songs that Joe Walsh or Don Henley sang. Yeah. Well, 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 let me ask you this: Maybe what would what do you, would do you, do you think Glenn Fry would be okay with it? I don't. You know, everybody that anytime <laughs> anytime anyone dies, obviously this is what they would have wanted. Yeah, you always hear that. Yeah, definitely. And you know, a lot of times <laughs> that's true. You know, if I pass away, I want you to carry on this podcast because that's what I would have wanted. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll uh yeah I'll get a. Uh, I'd like one of your cousins or something. Yeah. Well, you know. Or Joe it. Walsh. Yeah. <laughs> Timothy B. Schmidt. That's right. That's right. Well, that's that's what I think. And, you know, uh, I I don't know. It's, you know, it's like, could you, you know, it's like, could you do Motorhead without Lemmy? You know, you no. can't. But so that's, that's, that's where that's the, different, though. the different lies is because no. they have, they had a ton of hits that Glenn Fry Different didn't sing. voices and stuff. Obviously, so. he had a hand in writing and so, yeah, every, playing every, as well. Every, everything's different. Every band's different. So, I, you know, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. I got to I gotta go with a blanket statement of, wow, there's dudes on stage with guitars and people are, you know, showing up. So, hey, more power to you. Yeah. You know, that's, and there you go. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah, I mean, I was surprised when I saw that they announced it because that's one of those bands I thought just wouldn't do anything. But yeah. at the same time, we're not really surprised. Yeah. You know, yeah. So whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you want to take another 180? Yes. Bring all the 180s on. Yeah. The new Body Count album. Yes. I don't know if I you listen to I've heard, I, mean, yeah. I keep meaning to, but I haven't. I heard the new Josta record. Yeah. You know, which we could talk about that a little bit if you wanted to. Yeah. But I haven't heard the Body Count record yet. I heard Ice T on Jamie Josta's podcast and it was epic as always. So yeah, I, I, I did hear the cover of uh, Raining Blood. Yeah. Well, what know, do you think of that? That was badass. Yeah. That was, that was pretty brutal, pretty lethal. I liked it. Well, we know musically they're going to pull us <clears> off because Ernie, you know, sees badass. Yeah. But like, Ice T, notably, he's not a singer. He says no. it himself. You know, it's not like Tom Araya's got like the voice of an angel or something yeah. that he's trying to replicate. But I was just kind of surprised at how well his voice lended to that song. Yeah, me too. I, I think it was great. I, I, you know, I'm not, you know, I've said this before. I'm not a rap fan at all. I mean, there's very, very little rap that I think, you know, is 
any good. And, you know, that's mostly old stuff. But that doesn't mean I can't be a, you know, but I, I've always enjoyed Ice-T. You know, he, he does a million different things. He's smart. Um, and, you know, body count's always been, you know, badass. They push the envelope and they really make you think. And so, I, you know, you know anything anything new from them is good. We need more of them around, I think. Yeah, I listen to this. And it, you know, and they're, they're, like I said, they push the envelope and they piss people off. And we need more of that. There's too many pussies out there these days. Yeah. So, I don't know. Let's just... Okay, I listen to this thing, and after one listen straight through, I think it's their best album. Really? Nice. Even better than debut. Okay. You know, and that's, I've listened to it twice now, and I've pinned it and changed a second time, but anyway, it's just, when I listen to it, you know, I listen to the album that came out two or three years ago, and then the stuff they did, you know, the couple of albums they had in between mm -hmm. 92 and now, and this is just by far to me the most cohesive, complete album where like every song just is great and it's like you know they've always been one of those bands that they don't put out filler bullshit and like Ice-T you know is notably yeah. very political in his yes. his lyrics you know whether it be with <clears throat> rap or body count yeah. especially body count yes and this is no different and it's it's great like you said he pisses people off and that's the one thing I love about him is that very few celebrities like that because ice T everybody knows who ice T is even if they don't know a damn song at all yeah, because you know everybody yeah. watches his TV show and yeah sees him on a Geico commercial or you know his movies or whatever right and a guy that that recognizable usually people that recognizable are nowhere near as straightforward as ice T is yeah. with his opinions on it he'll say anything and the funny thing is usually when guys are like that I'm like well that's cool but I agree with like half of what they say mm-hmm when I listen to Ice-T talk, I usually agree with like 90% of what he yeah, says. Yeah, exactly. I mean, well, because he's right. I mean, yeah. he's right. Get over it. He's fucking right. Yeah. And, and another thing that, I, you know, we're, we're into this now and I want to say is, is uh, you know, a lot a lot of times when, when guys like this cross over to genres or, you know, actors try to do music or, you know, musicians try to act or, you know, rap to metal or, you know... <clears throat> rock the country whatever a lot of this stuff doesn't doesn't come off genuine right and this is genuine as genuine could possibly be ice t knows his metal he's not fucking around and he's not just trying to get a paycheck and he's not just trying to tap into another audience this you know this is his this is in his heart and he knows the bands and he knows what to do and how to do it and i mean this is the real deal yeah. so there you go yeah well, you want to know something completely a random out of the blue thing about body count. Yes. It, you know, we all know Ernie sees a guitarist and done production and all that stuff, but I didn't, this could be common knowledge. Maybe you knew, but one day, like a few weeks ago, I was just like bored and I was like reading Wikipedia shit about random things that yeah. I don't even know how I got it, how I got down this rabbit hole, but I was reading about all the Black Sabbath albums that had nothing to do with Ozzy or Dio. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'd listened to them all at one point, but there's those Tony Martin ones that I never, you know, delved too deep into, like I did the Glenn Hughes one and the, the Dio ones. Yeah. But the, the last Sabbath album with Tony Martin in like 95 after he came back after Dio, mm -hmm. Ernie C produced that. Really? Yeah. So there you go. I'll be a son of a bitch. I did not know that. Well, there you go. Now you know.
That's awesome. If this was on TV, that little star would come across and said, the exactly. more you know. The more you know. See, that's great. That's why we do this. I learn something new every time we do this kind of thing. You know? <laughs> right. That's awesome. But yeah, this body count album is <clears throat> in your face if you don't like hearing about, you know, guys getting d gunned down by cops, you know. <laughs> and this kind of great stuff might not be for you, but hey, Ice T speaks the truth. Yes, he does. <laughs> and I'd like to say his their their cover from their last record of uh institutionalized yeah is fucking amazing and the whole verse about trying to get his password <laughs> is <laughs> me is me like all the way and so i mean that just that hit me hit <laughs> yeah. me it hit me it it, it went home for <laughs> me man but well, that was cool he he kept the chorus the same but changed all the the verses yeah. to fit basically today or today, you know issues with him yeah Instead of the stuff that Mike Muir talked about 30 years ago. Yeah. 35 years ago. I just want to kill motherfuckers on my Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> well, and speaking of that album, there's a song with Jamie Josta <clears throat> called Pop Bubble. Which yes, is, that's great. It's great. And so speaking of Josta. Yeah, that's, that's you know, the uh, the Lost Chapters. Uh, it came out uh, this past Friday. Yeah. Just Josta. Look it up. I mean, it, it's got some great stuff on there. It's only nine songs, but I like that kind of thing. There's a song with Howard Jones from uh, Devil You Know, and uh, you know, it, it's pretty much it's pretty much you know what you'd expect. But there's a there's a few different parts that are a little bit more singy, yeah. a little more melodic from from Josta. So I mean, uh, but I mean, as he says, it's a banger. Right. There's not a bad song on there. There's some great riffs. Um, you know, and that's just another guy that I like. I like that guy's hustle. I mean, he does a million different things and he's got ideas out the ass and, you know, he writes cause, you know, he plays guitar himself. Uh, so I mean, yeah, just go look this record up. Yeah. The, you know, he's talked about that a few times on his podcast with the, the Josta project is that he tries to expand his voice cause he knows yeah. he's like, any artist can do what they want, but he knows that if he did that with Hate Breed, it would alienate a lot of their fans. Yeah, definitely. Which you know, is, you would think, well, he he's an artist; he can do what he wants. But at the same time, he's smart too. So yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like you know, you said it's the lot. It's a compilation of all this stuff, you know, from the last few years. And like Deadly Business has been out a couple years, yeah. and I've always listened to that every once in a while. And he's and that badass cover of Buried Alive that was the. It was a bonus track on the Dio tribute album. Gotcha, yeah. And it it wasn't like it wasn't on the C D itself, but it was on like mm -hmm. the iTunes and Spotify versions. Yeah. Yeah, and, there's and there's, that's a, such a great cover. You wouldn't think you know, you don't think when you think a, a Dio cover, you don't expect Josta to be pulling it off. But he sounds great doing it. So there's a uh, there's a song called The Same Flame, which I know he's played on a couple episodes of his podcast. It's really good. Is that the one that was written with Mark Morton? I, I don't know or? because I, I don't know the title and, you know, I would figure that it would say, it doesn't say, so I'd have to Google it. But yeah, I know one of the songs you wrote with Mark Morton from Lamb of God. And uh, like you said, and he's smart, you know, he's kind of, you know, he wants to do other things and he's just kind of, you know, he knows that he can, and his, he can tap into that singing voice and it's not bad. So, you know, why not? Yeah. Um, I'd say something different if the record was bad, but it's not. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah, he's on tour right now. I don't know if that's started yet, but he's opening the Anthrax Kill Switch Engage tour this month. Yeah, I think it month. started, yeah. So pretty cool stuff. And, and what I think, you know, 
<clears throat> one of, one of the things in his VIP packages is you can get up and jam with him, oh, wow. jam a song with him. Yeah, if you know how to play, you know, I guess they you teach you the song or real bass quick. Or yeah, something? probably on something pretty simple. Wow, you know, and uh, that's really cool. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know how much that would be, but it'd probably be worth it. Yeah, so definitely. Well, let's talk about Night Demon. Let's get into this. Yeah, these guys. Would you describe him as like new wave of British heavy metal, but like 2017? Here's basically? what I was thinking about this earlier. I mean, Night Demon. I mean, first of all, they're legit. I mean, there's nothing put on about these guys. They're genuine guys. Uh, their music's genuine. And yeah, you're taking all these great things from, you know, Priest and Maiden and. You know, I, I hear I hear Diamond Head, you hear Metallica, you hear, you know, uh, you hear all these bands in there. <clears throat> and, uh, but at the same time, it, it's nothing, you know, it's nothing put on and it's nothing that's not or, original, you know, and it's nothing that's, uh, it, it doesn't, it sounds like them too at the same time. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, that, that kind of sounds like I'm just talking in circles, but... You know, th there's a freshness to it that not every band coming out these days that try to do that have. Um, so, in this new song is badass. I can't wait for this new record. So, uh, yeah, I can't can't say enough good things about these guys. Yeah, yeah. When I hear at times like uh, you mentioned Iron Maiden, but it's like the first two Maiden albums, yeah, the Paul Diano era, yeah. And it's real. There's several songs where I would almost get that from the vocals. Mm -hmm. Even though he doesn't really, he doesn't really sound like Paul Diano, but yeah. it's just the same style, I guess, of yeah. singing. It, well, it's a, it's a, it's a rawer, yeah, new wave of British heavy metal vibe, I think. So, which is really cool. Um, it's just, it, it, it's, it's just balls out, you know, and uh, I don't know. Just listen to these records. I mean, it's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah, the first album, Curse of the Dam, has like, it's one of those all killer, no filler albums. Satan? Yeah. Are you kidding me? I fucking love that song. Yeah. Uh, you know, Heavy Metal Heat. Yeah, Heavy Metal Heat's like the perfect, you know. It's the perfect anthem. Party rock anthem. Yeah, you, know? you want to like just open beers and slam them against your head. And, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. It's, and, and that's, I feel like that's what they want you to do when they wrote this song. Right. So I just, yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And I love that. I love Mastermind and The Chalice and Curse to the Damned and, you know, this, yeah, this whole thing. And then, like you said, the, the new song, Welcome to the Night, you know, it's got a cool video yeah. out. And, and he kind of mentioned in here there should be another song coming out before the album drops here on April 21st. Good. Well, you know, we saw him, we saw him play in the Chalice. They had a Chalice demon come out. Yeah. That was badass. Yeah, they got their mascot, Rocky. <laughs> yeah. There. The skeleton dude. Who, that's another thing you mentioned. You know, it's like that's smart when metal bands do that, and this is the type of metal that that works with. You know, you think of like all those bands like Megadeth and Anthrax mm -hmm. and Maiden, Motorhead, who have a recognizable, you know, yeah. whether it be it, an actual character like Megadeth or Maiden that came out on stage. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's what they've got going on. It, it's smart, and it, it gives you something you can get behind. Fans can be like, "That's mine." That's you know, that's that's their mascot, but it's mine too, you know. Yeah, uh, I think that's great. And their live show was, you know, they've they've got their own kind of 
you know, their lights and, you know, the banners and they've got the, everything is, you know, professional and planned out. It's, they're not messing around. Yeah. Really impressive. Yeah. Lights, smoke, fans, everything. Yes. It's, it's heavy metal at its finest. Yep, and, and machine gun moves with the guitars across the stage. Right. I mean that you you chuckle a little bit, but that's what you want to see. Yeah. You know, that's that's what I want from my heavy metal. But, and uh yeah, so But the other thing we kinda of touch on in this interview is bands like this and this style of metal, they're usually dual guitar attacks. Yeah. You know, and they're not, and that's that's great, you know, it's a like it's a trio and yeah. they don't it, need it, you know. Yeah, it still sounded huge, you know. Yeah. And uh, they're just they're they're on the right track, and uh, you know, I I, I want to see these guys get bigger. I want everybody out there to go check out Night Demon. You will not be disappointed at all. I mean, they put everything into this. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're ready to just get into this interview. Then. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, check this out. This is Jarvis, Dusty, and Armand from Night Demon. Cool dudes. They were like buddies with them. It's kind of yeah. weird, you know? It's like you watch the movie and you're like, oh, oh yeah. You know, like I remember my girlfriend got me that movie for Christmas. She, like, she got me the DVD. I'd never watched it. But it was like right when it came out, 2008, so, 2009, something like that. But yeah, you know, I had known about the band. I'd known like a couple. Like I knew Forged and Fire and Metal on Metal. I knew those records. But uh, yeah, it was interesting. <clears throat> and then uh, we, we did a, a week of shows with them last year on the West Coast and and they they really liked us, so they asked us to do this, and the timing worked out. But it's cool; it's cool to play with them every night for sure. And uh, um, they're interesting dudes. The movie is pretty; it's it seems pretty accurate, wouldn't you yeah, say? I think so. I mean, yeah. I waited. I didn't see the movie before we did the first show. Oh, so I waited. Right. I said, you know what? We I'm were in Germany wait. when you watched it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, and then when right. I watched it, I was like. All right. Yep. It makes sense. Man. Yeah, we were, guys, we were in Germany staying at a friend's dude. house, and he's like, "You've never seen that movie?" And he's like, "We got to watch it now." Yeah. <laughs> That's great. But no, they really like they really respect us as like a, a, a real, you know what I mean, like a like a legit good band. You know, I mean, they tell us all the time, like you know, they'll joke, like, "Hey, so uh, you know, when uh, you guys gonna take us on tour one day, right? Don't forget about us, guys. You know, <laughs> like, come on, guys. Whatever. Yeah, no, I'm funny." <laughs> Well, it's the same, you know, those guys like to smoke weed all day, and <clears throat> Lips just sleeps all day, and it's cool, man, it's cool to, it's cool to be around them, like, it's a really good vibe. Sometimes you're on tour with bands that are good, but, you know, they're just not... They keep to themselves. For some reason, just, you just, there's just not, like, you know, create the, a bond, you know, but that, that doesn't happen a lot, I mean, actually, we... We get along with most bands we tour with, yeah, for sure. Pretty personable dudes, yeah. you know. But, so, but sometimes, you know, just different kinds of people just, you know, would normally never hang out together, you know. Yeah. But, but those guys are cool for sure. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's been good. The shows have been rocking, you know. Like uh, 
they definitely have a different, uh, same kind of crowd as when we went with Raven, but we are getting new fans that didn't see us then. Yeah. You know, so, you know, it's kind of a similar somewhat crowd, you know, we're still getting new fans. Vice versa, so. we're pulling our own weight on this one, which actually feels good, because you do support tours, and you're like, okay, we're doing this to uh, get exposed to another different kind of audience, you know? But our fans are showing up in, in good numbers, so, so it feels good that we're pulling our own weight on the tour and, like, earning our money on it, at least, you know? Definitely. Well, you've done these, like you said, Raven, you did Diamond Head, right? Mm -hmm. Anvil. Like you said, it's along the same lines. How was it when you were doing that tour last year with Crowbar and who was it? Uh, Ghoul and Carcass. Yeah. Carcass, yeah. yeah. Like, how oh, were the crowds great. responding to you on that? We do we do really well on the extreme metal tours. We were a little, yeah. like, at first, because we're, you know, we're the first band of the night. So, like, some nights we were on at, like, 7.30. Yeah. Like, doors open at 7. We're on at 7.30 or 7.15. We're like, fuck. But people were showing up early, you know, and so, like, you know, we have a good crowd every night, and then, sure enough, like, we're, like, selling, like, merch, like, kind of kicking ass, you know, like, with these other... Even Killer artwork, too. The, we were always know. trying to have that, you so, know? So, <laughs> uh, it definitely did really well for us. People will look at our stuff before the show and, like, hesitate, and then they're like, all right, I gotta see these guys, and then... When they see us, then they're like, okay, the artwork matches the quality of the well, band. You yeah, because you see the stuff, I'm like, you know, they're probably going to be pretty cool. So, <laughs> going to be okay with this. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> but you're right, I have seen some some merch tables where the, the t-shirts look cooler than the band sounds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right, right. Everybody's skeptical at first. They're just like, yeah, we'll see. I might get a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I've bought t-shirts from real shitty bands. <laughs> yeah. Any you care to name? No. <laughs> okay, no, okay. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, I don't know, you, if you see me wearing something, I might not like the band. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what about, you guys are known for your live show, what's it like when you're playing a place like this, where it's like, extremely tight? We still, we still do whatever we can to make it you know like we have we're equipped to do a big stage or or play on the floor you know I mean we'll yeah. still bring some shit we'll we'll smoke this fucking room out you know yeah. like we're yeah. it's still gonna be it's still gonna be it's still gonna be cool you know we're, gonna make, we're, we're making an event here yeah. you know yeah. we do the same thing as what we do on a regular stage like you said you know but you know when people are walking up the street and they see you know fog creeping out of the doorway <laughs> and light show popping <laughs> off it makes them want to come inside yeah. Yeah. you know and it's loud so and the, the people that are our friends here that we've uh, grown to know, like, uh, it makes it fun because it's more of a party than it is a show. Yeah, we've had yeah. some pretty fun no, shows. Really good. Yeah. So, like, some of the smaller ones have been more fun. Than, you know, we yeah. always look forward to doing it if we can, you know? Yeah. It's like every time we see, like, all right, where are we? Okay, where's Tulsa? Oh, it's right here? Yeah. We got a couple of days off? All right, let's call the boys. Let's set something <laughs> up, you know? Totally. like, this would be a day off. But, Absolutely. You know, we try to fill our days off as much as we can it's know, actually it's pretty like, cool around here there's like a lot of cool there's like a lot of cool stuff going on and yeah. like there's cool architecture and shit and it's just like yeah. it's cool it's not what you'd think you know like you, when you're from California you know it's like Oklahoma's like you know you just think of a farmer and shit like that yeah. you know it's like no dude there's real people everywhere you know so but it's kind of cool to see that there's actually stuff that's cooler here than from than the town where we come from so you know yeah, we don't mind playing the small venues though. When people are right up in your face, it just kind of gives it a little bit more of a as long as it's not like feeling, in Latin you know? America. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're not jumping off the monitor. Yeah. 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 They're in your face, there, dude. They're like yeah. biting you. And they're shit. they're <laughs> so excited, passionate, yeah. taking <laughs> selfies with you as you're playing. You know, yeah, like, oh, uh, trying yeah. to talk to you while you play. Hey, yeah. man, hey, dude. There yeah, was one yeah. night on this tour. Some chick was up front, like uh, showing me 
this picture of me as she's filming me. Like, her, 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 she's facing the screen towards me. I'm like, put that shit away, man. What are you doing? Like, I want to see that. What are you trying to like show me? You know? When they're doing shit like that, taking selfies while you're playing this, how do you handle that? I mean, do you just... You just let it go. We don't, we don't really get involved. Swift kick you to know. the back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or if anybody's got eyes that knows the place, you know, get them on and be like, hey, don't let anybody up here. And yeah. when you kick them off, like, don't just throw them off. I've, yeah. I've done some shitty things. I stepped on a phone once. Like, a guy had it, like, against the barricade, against the railing of the stage, you know? Yeah, and I, I stepped on it once. I just... Yo, he'll there, kick like, like purses off and beers when yeah. people. Put That's them my on thing. I always stage. kick off purses and beer. It's like, dude, it's not yeah. a table, yeah, you know? Exactly. But especially right. in Europe, that's what they do. They get there, they get right to the front, they put all their shit on the front of the stage, you know. <laughs> but we go like we use. Man, I'm not kidding you. We're only three guys, but we use every fucking square inch of the stage in the front, at least, you know. We're always even the we'll climb in front of the monitors, you know. People are constantly having to move their arms and shit like that, you know. Actually, though, that when we started <laughs> when we started this tour, uh, the first night I dropped like one of the guitar cabinets on my foot, and man, it hurt so bad. I thought I broke it, you know, and it was really bruised. And like the next night, I was, you know, I put like my foot on the the monitor and 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 I'm you know rocking out, and this dude was in the front row and he was all excited and he was just. Pounding my foot, you know, I thought, like, yeah, you know, and I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I guess we, I ask for it if I go up there, but yeah. but yeah, I'm always, you know, you see, you can tell when we walk up and you see hands move, you know, you can see who's paying attention. It's crazy. You have people in the front row that are like in that phone zone. Yeah, it happened in San Antonio the other night. This yeah. girl was on it, and she was totally stuck. She was wearing one of the shirts of our band. She was on her phone, and I just walked up to her. She didn't even know I was in front of her while we were playing, and I just kind of stood there and waited for her. And she looked up. She's like, "Oh, you know." And I was like, "What's on the phone?" You know. Good lord, I'm guilty of it too, man. You know, I mean, I'm never in the front row at shows though, so yeah. so that's different. But but um. You know, I don't know. Maybe she was tweeting something nice about how cool you guys. Yeah, were. maybe she was there. Uh, right. Maybe <laughs> about a year ago at a show, I thought he was gonna kick some guy's ass because he had a fucking you... iPad. Oh, like, dude! At, he was at the front yeah. of the stage. Yeah, it was a downtown lounge, like we're talking about. Oh, yeah. John Karabi had it like right in Karabi's face. <laughs> and he never said shit. Never anything. Oh, the I guy would've... just dealt with it, but. Yeah, I, mean, I thought Krabby's going to slap it away. Yeah. He just yeah, he too much. I do yeah, shit all is, the yeah. time. Sometimes people much. have these video cameras and they have these lights, you know? And they oh, got yeah. them on these sticks. God. And I'm like, no, dude. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> it happened in Ecuador, didn't it? They it popped it off. Oh, yeah. More kind of recently. Yeah, yeah as soon as they pulled it out, we're all, no! <laughs> Everybody's just throwing their arms up. Get that thing out of here, dude. Yeah, we're already in Ecuador. No, thanks. We don't need any, you know... I don't need the, the news. You need to on pour my more face. salt on the wound. <laughs> We're already in Ecuador and the amps don't work. Yeah, the drum know. kit's falling apart. Uh, it was like a field day in, in right, fucking my sophomore show. year that's of right. high school. That's uh, what I was like. Yeah, the camera costs more than the fucking amps for playing. Yeah, the whole backline, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. For sure, dude. Yeah, that was a good one. But hey, it's for the kids, man. Playing at 9,500 feet, doing that crowd. <laughs> well, kind of mentioned the crowds in South America like what's the biggest difference between a place like that and America or even Europe is it just the weird like top passion I don't want to say that any any of them are better than the other you know like metalheads or metalheads you know like you can go to Germany and see people pretty reserved 
but a lot of people there, you know? Just but the guy, But, like, the guy in the back that's not rocking out probably has all the records, knows all the words, you know, loves the band most. But, in, I don't know, like, in Third World, people are just more starving for it, I guess, you know? They're, like, impressed by it, and they're, like, they're just, they don't, they feel like they don't have the resources to do it themselves, or they don't see a lot of bands, you know? So and they don't have the records or anything, you know. They're not either not distributed there or they're like they just can't afford them, you know. So they're like what, always on YouTube, Spotify, and shit like that, checking out yeah. the band. Um, and then uh, you know they like to fucking party too, you know. That's yeah. the thing. They like to party down there, and like a lot of it's just like I just want to get fucked up and go crazy at a show, you know. So, but I, I think remember it or not, I was there. You know, yeah, like, right, right, exactly. <laughs> well, look, I took a picture with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like there's one place in Brazil. It was, a, it was a pretty small town, so like these people were like super fucking pumped on it. Yeah, like, yeah, man. Like as soon as we were done, it's like the stage. They just rushed the stage, man. Just like trying to take pictures while we're like trying to put my shit away and like you know, because I don't know if someone's gonna just grab my guitar and run off. With right, it, yeah, you know? right. Like stuff like that. You never know. We don't know where we are. Who's there? It's kind of outside. And, you know, and it's just like, hold on, you know, and then you're trying to like communicate with them. You can't really. Yeah. It's like five minutes. But then I think you're pretty abrasive <laughs> too, just like when you're walking into the place. Grabby, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah real, get there. real, yeah. And it's kind of weird. You don't want to feel like, oh, they feel entitled or whatever. I mean, it's just a cultural difference, I guess, you know. Yeah. Like in America, we can walk in the room, nobody wants to take a picture, nobody gives a <laughs> shit, they don't care if anything gets signed. Yeah. You know, we have our certain fans that like want that kind of stuff, but over there, it's like everybody wants it. Yeah. Like as soon as you walk in, they're just like, oh! And yeah. the party's selfie, on. Selfie, selfie. Yeah, yeah. That's what they say Ultra, take a ultra, picture with you, they call it selfie, you know? Like, yeah. wow. By the way, I want to say, like, technology is great, but uh, cell phone cameras are the worst. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it takes way too long to take photos, man. People are like, oh, it, well, this, and I gotta set it up. Just have to time it and they have it to their buddy that doesn't know how to use it. Just bring a real camera and just you press the button, it's instant, just goes click. Like you're there, you, you can't know. see it, you know, yeah. which is good because then you can't be like, oh, exactly. take another one. Exactly. You know? <laughs> Even digital cameras, it's like nobody knows how to use them. Everybody has almost the same phone too. Yeah. They just can't figure it out. Mm-hmm. So it takes a lot longer, man. It's a it's a pain in Plus, the ass. Normally by that time, the buddy taking the pictures, three sheets to the lens. Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, he's got his finger in front of the lens. You know? Yeah, right. right. <clears throat> I'm guilty of that. I was trying to take a picture of him with the singer from Huntress and Oh, I, I was yeah. drunk and I couldn't figure it out. She was probably drunk too. Yeah, and she grabbed yeah. it and he was like, "Here, honey, I got one of these phones." And she's she like, fixes this is the exact phone back. I have, and she fixed it all for me. <laughs> oh wow, yeah. well, that's good. I was like, "So I was and that asshole." She looked good doing it. So it's <laughs> mm. <laughs> true. Cool. Well, let's talk yeah. about darkness remains. You got this coming out here in a few weeks. Oh, you've yeah. already heard the one song. Like, we assume we know what it's going to sound like, but are there any anything different than the first album? Yeah. People can look forward to. Yeah, I'd say there might be a, a little surprise on there, you know, yeah. for some people. I don't want to really say what it is yet, but yeah, you know, just leave it at that. We got another single coming out April seventh. The song "Hollow Ground." <clears throat> um, uh, so two singles coming out before the album. It's so far, it's gotten good reviews. Uh, not a lot of people have heard it yet. A lot of the press, but but what we've gotten oh, so far has been really, really solid, man. Which is good because the first two rec, the EP, and then the first record did got like you know great reviews too. So we felt a lot of pressure to, to follow that up. But so far, man, it's been awesome. Yeah, really good feedback. 
Well, we, we felt good about it, but you know, when you get the reassurance from the people that you care most about their opinion, that's when you know you hit, you kind of did it the way we wanted to do it. Yeah. Try not to overthink it. Just go in there and do it. Um, you know, the first two songs that are going to be, you know, the first singles are kind of just hit you in the mouth, kind of go for it kind of mentality, you know? So you'll you'll see for later. yeah you'll yeah. see you'll see some of the waves you know people might think oh this is like going to be like this from start to finish and it has its moments where it kind of dips down and kind of goes on its own little journey you but know? overall it's good I think it's the best thing we've done so far and I agree it's, it's fun though all night demon records are always kind of fun they always have a like that kind of vibe to it not silly you know but it's enjoyable it's you know. It's like, all right, you know? You got to like your own music, you know? Yeah. If we didn't yeah. like our own music, we'd be defeating the purpose. Yeah. And, you know, we like this. And, and for us to play some new, fresh tunes and actually have to think about what we're playing on some of these new songs, that's what makes it fun because Curse, we exhausted it and played it a lot. Oh, man, we played that record you know? so much, man. We, we played before it even came out. We didn't have enough songs because all we had was the EP. We toured Europe. We toured the States on yeah. that. EP and we were already starting to play some of the songs that were going to be on Curse of the Dam. So yeah, those songs have been around forever. So <clears throat> it does feel good to play some new songs for sure. And as soon as we start our Europe tour, April 21st will be the day that the record comes out. So we start our first show out there in Germany the day of the, of the record, which is pretty cool. With Angel Witch. With Angel Witch. So that's kind of like, that's a cool, that's going to be a, a fun one. That's we a fly out of LA on 420, smoke our last bowl. <laughs> <laughs> because because in, Europe, in Europe, man, the oh, weed yeah. is Fucking Not terrible. As good. Yeah, and <laughs> you can, and it's just except so, in like Holland or something. It's even you know? there, man. yeah, but you it's know like, you have some it's, variety. It's so hard to find too. You know, I mean, you would think, you know, everybody yeah. rolls splits and then they only put a little bit of weed in there, and then you're like, I mean, you got a little jar there, like put some more in there, like no, 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 no. no, no. Okay, okay. <laughs> I remember working a guy in Belgium at that festival we played. I remember making him roll joint with all the weed. He's like, you're crazy, mm-hmm. it's such a waste. I go, come on, just fucking do it. And then I made him hot box the car. And he didn't know about that either. He didn't know anything about that. Hotbox? I go, keep the windows up, motherfucker, you know? Yeah. And after that, he was like, fuck, dude. He was fucking Just baked. Ripped. Yeah. 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 Well, Cali- that's how you, you California guys. That's how you got to do it, though, man. Yeah. That's how you got to do it. Well, who, who produces you guys? Us. You do? Yeah, we're three. We're, th- we're three no, producers. we do, like, yeah, pretty much. I mean, my role, like, as, you know, I've now been playing in the band for a little over a year uh recorded the first ep so we did that at my place then there was a version of the curse of the dam that was recorded when dusty first joined the band then they went on the road for a while and it was like well we got to do it now again because it's a different vibe and wrote new songs we have a really good friend of ours that i learned how to do this shit with like but you're on the album as with producer credits oh yeah for sure for sure for sure our friend roger Um, who did curse of the damned produced helped produce uh yeah but i mean we're definitely in there making a final decision and we recorded it at the same place we did curse of the damned the yeah like we don't hire a producer and be like all right you know the record label is a higher producer they pretty much let us do what we want to do we just which is the glory of today's day we hand them the fit we hand them the fit yeah we don't give them any demos or anything so they don't have a chance to say no, anything until no. it's done because you know? they'll always say something yeah. yeah and we're our own worst critics as well and it's never really good enough for us either but yeah. you know at some point you just got to say well I think that'll yeah. do it but we, we have to get a deadline yeah. too you know yeah. it's like fuck right yeah. Yeah. it's nice to have that sometimes because when you don't have a deadline man sometimes you can just you can drive off for stuff. way too long you know 
and then you lose the feel and you lose the vibe of it. But, but I think we're pretty good about knowing when to say, all right, you know what? Yeah. That's cool. If it's not, you know, exactly perfect, it's all right. It's real. You know we created I mean? our own deadlines for this. Yeah. And had to work against those. So. But once you throw it out there, they're, they have it on that time table. You have to do it, you know. So. Yeah. I think it's a good time of year to come out with something, too, because you're not right in the beginning of the year where you could be forgotten about towards the end of the year, you know. Um, it's kind of a good time to come out and then just start getting people to talk about it and get it going, you know, for the rest of the year. So, um, you know, curious to see what we'll else. We'll see what happens. You know, Right, kind of comes out with it. You know? Well, and you, you got you know you're you're getting ready for the summer and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, you know, it'll be yeah. nice to have that because like people yeah. are you know they're ready bugging us about it. Like, yeah, when's the right? When are you gonna have the record? You're not gonna have it on this tour. A lot of people thought we were gonna have oh, new man. copies with us. You know, you know? Right. Like, yeah. no, no, not for a little while yet. Yeah, that would yeah. be fucking great. If yeah, we did. I wish we oh. did, but. No, but then again, you know, then everybody'd be like, "What? They got the record before we did. Yeah, supposed to come out here, yeah, you know." And yeah. it's like you can't really yeah. have a release. It's pretty date smart, then, though, you know, because a lot of bands—not a lot of bands, but some bands—will do that. They'll be able to set that up that far in advance, and they'll push the release date back. Because what they can do is they sell them <clears throat> throughout the tour, and then they hold those numbers and turn it into SoundScan like the first week. Oh, right. Then it goes out, so they chart way fucking higher. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know. Was units sold. So, yeah. well, uh, talk about you know you guys being a three piece. Uh, I always like three pieces, no matter what. I, I like the whole less is more thing, and you know you could probably easily have a second guitar player if you wanted, but I still think it sounds pretty effective as it is. I don't know if you guys ever thought about that or yeah, Armand was going to be. That. We wanted Armand to be the second guitar player when yeah. we started. Yeah, but so it, you know. When, when our other guy left then we got him and so we don't have you know yeah I think it would just we would have we would know if we would know the guy then we'd have to do it you know like, yeah. yeah that's the thing with me being able to come in like as a new guy but I'm not a new guy to these guys you know we're like <laughs> right. me and Jarvis with the school together I've known Dusty for eight years we've played in other bands together yeah. you know I've worked on this, the albums I knew the songs in my head already right. you know yeah. what I mean? he it's played just, drums for Night Demon for yeah. one he <laughs> actually did yeah. on the transition <laughs> between really me on. and uh, John the previous drum yeah. Yeah. I played one gig with them before I was actually I was like just starting to rehearse with the band I didn't know the stuff all that well I was just learning the curse songs not the EP at that yeah, time so it's like that's always a tricky thing because it's not only like a player wise but personality wise how's yeah. it gonna gel we're to, when we're in the such fucking band together you know it's like yeah. man yeah, we live with each other and I personally so. never liked three pieces I never did yeah. I think when I was young I was always in a three piece and I hated that you know I always wanted that second guitar so I never liked three pieces. And like, you know, I always thought like a lot of three pieces sounded weak, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's why now I think, you know, we've purposely not tried to sound weak, you know? I mean, we've, we've, we've done the opposite. So now I think if we had a second guitar, it'd, just be, it'd be just too much. Man. Yeah. And then this is kind of funny. Like, just I was thinking about it on stage the other night, man. We were playing. Like, it was a decent sized stage, but I was like... Dude, there's no room for yeah, anybody no, no, else. Yeah, we use the, you know? the whole yeah, stage. Yeah, but know? really, yeah. there's like there's no room for yeah. anybody else. But in our in our town, we're like three of the best players in town. Yeah. So you know, we make a pretty good three piece based on Hell the fact yeah. that we can play songs. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's just what we grew up on, and we know how to gel with each other. We know how to communicate without even talking. Sometimes, you know, it's just kind of like 
when you have that understanding with each other, why add another person to just complicate things? Yeah, yeah true. You know, we have a hard enough time yeah, having a fourth member as our merch guy, light guy, yeah, no you, know, uh, you know, <laughs> mascot, all that kind of stuff. It's so, not going to make it you know, better. You know, yeah, I no. really don't think so. I don't think, like, I mean, I see where it could add in some areas, but I don't see how it would really improve it, you know? Yeah. I mean, Well, so. once you see the band, like a lot of people always say, they're like, wow, man, I wasn't sure, like, how it was going to sound with just mm-hmm. three of you guys, but damn, like, you guys, it fills out. It never drops out. You what, know what I mean? said like, day one, listening to these guys write the first four, four songs, Armand and I were in a band together in our rehearsal space where his studio is. It's right next door to where Night Demon wrote the EP. So we'd be jamming with our band and walk out and listen to them write and be like, man, like, you just see three people walk out and be like, where's the rest of the band? They're like, this is it. Like, what? You guys are loud, man. That's, like, that's I had awesome, no idea. That's, yeah, you know? But, you know, like, yeah, I grew up watching, like, fucking Green Day and shit and being like, man, there's a reason they got that second guitar player stands behind the amps, dude. (laughs) And that's the thing. This record has, like, better songwriting and it's more progressive. And so we were like, how are we going to do this with three people? And we figured out how to make it work, you know? You kind of get creative in that that sense, you know? Less is more. Yeah, it's just crazy. But it's so easy to write songs where, like, okay, here's all this extra shit. And then you're like, okay, you got to go play it live. And you got to fucking hire some people. You know, yeah. it's like fuck. I'm just not interested. We do have in some that. like keyboard parts and stuff here and there, but you know, nothing that's it's detrimental. Just it's just yeah, colors. yeah, yeah. Nothing detrimental to the. To yeah. If we wanted to play that song live, it, it doesn't matter. Gotcha. You know, we'll pull yeah. it off. Nice. <laughs> How many of these new songs are you guys playing currently? Just two. Just the first two singles. Just because we don't. It's crazy with the internet now and YouTube. Shit leaks like overnight. Right. Yeah. yeah. Live. We, we played while you're doing it. We played a new <laughs> yeah. song in October at a festival. And we, I seriously, I remember saying on the mic something to the fact of like, hey, can you please turn off all your cameras, digital recorders, we want to play a new song for you guys, the song's not going to be out for like eight months, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, you know? I mean, there was a lot of people there, so, I mean, it was like, you know, almost 900 people there, so I don't know, like, we did what, but anyway, the next day, I start getting messages from fans, oh, man, new song rules, like, <laughs> like what? Yeah, here's a YouTube link. Yeah. So well, at least they said these song rules, and like when, yeah, when, when you ask them to, to turn their cameras off, they probably turned them on. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So I went and listened to it myself, and yeah. then you could clearly hear me say that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so we just called the label and said, "Hey, take it down," and they fucking did it within an hour. Because yeah, I tried nice. to message the guy on YouTube, and it's just like messaging disabled, you know. And and so I was like, "Hey, you guys, you guys know how to do this, you know?" And they're like, "Oh, yep." So they just said, "Okay, it's done." Cool. You know, they just yeah. threaten them with lawsuits and shit. You know, yeah. and they're like, "Okay, keep right some down. sort of like a little bit of mystery with your band yeah, nowadays." Definitely. You know, you can't yeah. just give everybody what the heck you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, because then they don't. They can just watch it on YouTube, not even go to the yeah, show. I mean, they're already gonna fucking you know? stream it and download it for free when it comes out anyway. <laughs> so it's like, just wait. You know, and usually their things. their stupid fucking cell phone sounds terrible yeah, on YouTube right. anyway. Yeah. That's the yeah. thing. Bad you know? And so it's gonna look bad on somebody's gonna. Here's the thing too. There's a lot of like you know. Like, I've always tried to get that stuff offline, yeah. and I always tell people, like, when we hit them up, like, hey, you know, if you want to give us the real files for it, like, if it's a kind of semi-professional recording, like, you know, we may add it later on to a DVD or something, you know, and, but, but we don't like to have all that stuff on there. At this point in the band, we're established enough where that's not really going to give us any more visibility. It just kind of makes us look bad. Like, we have, we have content that we produce like live videos or stuff we've done on tv shows and and like you know music videos and stuff that we put out officially which is like yeah that's like what 
you know, with your art and stuff, like, you want to present it the way you want to present it, yeah. you know? Not, like, some... It's funny, sometimes some of the biggest, like, videos on YouTube, like, some of the, the ones that have the most hits are the ones that, are, like, were some of the worst shows, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, yeah. you're, like, playing Sweden at, like, 11 in the morning or some shit, you know? And it's like... <laughs> and it's like, dude, you know... No. We've only been a band at that point for, like, seven months. Yeah, something, yeah. You know? <laughs> And everybody's like, yeah, I saw your YouTube video. Yeah, man, you guys are all right. And you're like, no, man. It's like, <laughs> not even close, bro. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. When people come to your show and go, man, I saw check you guys out on YouTube, yeah. live some stuff, I liked it. Then I saw you guys live, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. And I was like, well, what'd you watch on YouTube? Oh, live video. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck, you know? <laughs> so, anyway. But I think with the new record, people are going to kind of see a progression, and it'll kind of, like, capture a bit more of our live sound through the recording than what Curse might have, you know, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and, and over time we obviously we've changed a member and we've worked on our sound and uh, have gotten better as players, you know, and songwriters. So, um, you know, it's yeah. a good thing. You guys have this classic metal, new wave of British heavy metal sound. Like, what are some of your favorite bands from that era? Oh, dude. Angel Always. Witch! Yeah. <laughs> Angel Witch, Diamond Head, Jaguar, Saxon, Maiden, you know, I mean, all of them. I'll listen, I will listen to every band from that era. Every single one of them. Jaguar's you know. one of your personal faves. Oh, for sure, dude. Yeah. Um, like, um, it's just anything, anything from that. And it's crazy with the internet, you find all this other newer, like newer old shit. You've yeah. ever heard of LaGriff? I've yeah. seen the name, but yeah. oh, dude, class. Yeah. Their t- first two EPs are just killer. Who is it? Legriff. They're from the UK. Right? Yeah, it's like it's. I'm gonna go look it up. They had like two EPs, like in like seventy. One was called 80. Fast Bikes, dude, yeah. and that yeah. is the shit, right there, <coughs> really? yeah, dude. Like, nice. Yeah, but that's great about the internet. You just find shit, and you're like, oh wow, you know. And meeting fans that like this one guy in Houston, like, is a legit cat from the '80s, you know, and gives us like these mixtapes when he sees us. Hey, man, I know you got a cassette deck in your van. Here you go. This yeah. is from fucking. 83 or something like what that's awesome <laughs> yeah a lot of unsung heroes out yeah. there yeah the other day uh i told alexa to play night demon and she played demon night of the demon <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, i had never cool. heard that i don't know it's good uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's great, great. Yeah. well see okay here's the funny thing and maybe people may call me a poser for this but i never even heard of that band until our band started and like i googled our name to just see like right when we started this see if anybody's talking about it and I was like, what the fuck, Demon? Okay, and yeah, I heard that, Demon, Night of the Demon, and I was like, what? Like, yeah, and that's become a big influence for me the since best. then. The, the first two records of that band, that one and The Unexpected Guest, really good. And I got to see them in the UK last December, and that was cool. And we're actually going to play with them Rock Hard. at Rock Hard oh, yeah. Festival nice. in Germany oh, Yeah, wow. in May. Yeah, they're really great, though, man. I mean, that band is killer. It's like, it's weird, like, it's... It's super, like, the e- lyrics are super evil, you know? But it's just good rock. It's almost like Rick Springfield yeah, was like in pop. a metal band, dude. Yeah. 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 It's Great really good. songs. Yeah. 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 Totally. Right cool, on. Man. Well, we appreciate you guys' time. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Give Anvil a ribbing for us, for That's sure. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Jarvis, Armand, and Dusty of Night Demon. Very cool set down with them. We did that at the Sound Pony when they came through Tulsa. Yes. And... You know, just thank you to those guys for taking the time out. Extremely personable dudes, you know. We talked to them for quite a bit before we even hit record. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just... From the get-go, you know, they're asking us questions about what we got going on. So it's always it's always cool whenever, you know, you meet people that are personable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, such a, a great vibe. And, uh, you know, shout-out to our buddy Justin, JP. Yes. He went with us, and 
Um, you know, it was great. Yeah. And then, like we said, we saw him in Oklahoma City opening for Anvil. Yes. And speaking of, we've got Lips from Anvil coming right. up next week. That's right. So be on the lookout for that. And we talk about Night Demon again in that one. And, of course, you'll hear about the Anvil show when we saw Night Demon open up for him. But Anvil went on and tore the place up as well. So That's right. We'll get into that next week. Yeah, definitely. Like we said, Night Demon. Hey, I want to mention one thing. I just got to say that Dusty from Night Demon has the best set of tattoos <laughs> I've ever seen on one person. We'll, we'll let's run him down. Because he has Poison's logo on his arm. He has White Snake's logo on his arm. He has the cover of Dirty Rotten Filthy Sinking Rich by Warrant on his arm. Yeah, he's then got he, the Accent Metal Heart. You're right. Then he's got the Metallica Chinese star on his elbow. Yeah. And then on the other side, the other arm, he had a skull with Ultimate Warrior's face paint on it. That's right. And that's just what and I remember. He had the, the, he had the Appetite for Destruction cross. Did he? Yeah. I didn't even see that. Yep. That's, that's the pinnacle of them all. Bam. Yeah, I'm like, this is like... This is me in tattoo form, basically. <laughs> huh? I don't know. You didn't, I didn't, you didn't seem like much of a metal heart guy to me. Well, almost. Okay, okay. we'll let that one go. I like Accept, but yeah, I've never been... That's a great record. Die hard about him. Great yeah. record. Yeah. <clears throat> well, what else do we got to say? We got some cool shows coming up. Yes, Tonight, Tulsa Gemini Syndrome's playing with some great opening acts from... Oklahoma. That's We've right. got Reliance Code from Stigler. We've got Fist of Rage and Alter Blood both from Tulsa. So that'll be great. Yes. We then will be there. Thursday night at Billy and Renee's in Tulsa. We've got Scorned. And then what's going on this weekend? Local H is playing the Shrine. Yeah. Um, Redneck Nosferatu and that's right, there's Mad a, on Acid and I think Forever in Disgust. God. Yeah. And The Decomposed. Yes, that's right. Playing at Billy and Renee's Saturday night. Yeah. That's a great lineup right there. Yeah, it kind is. Of all different facets of... Got some punk, but then you got Forever and Disgust thrown in there as well. That'd That's be right. If you're new to this podcast, go back and check out some previous episodes. We've got 114 previous ones, and there's stuff from... If you like that old school metal, like we're talking about, Night Demon, we've had on guys from Overkill and Death Angel. We had on Chris Broderick, you know, he was in Megadeth for close to a decade, and we've yeah. had on... Um, corrosion and conformity, crowbar, wino. Yeah, there's like the pinnacle of old school metal right there. Yeah, and then we've had on, you know, like we mentioned, Dusty's tattoos. We've had on guys from Warrant, Bullet Boys, Trickster, Great White, Lillian Axe, um, Europe, that whole vein of stuff. Yeah. And then we've had on guys from like we talked about Custom Black earlier, guys from the Truck Fighters, the Sword, that fits along in that vein yeah. as well. Um, We've had on like Drowning Pool, Avatar, stuff like that. Yeah. But just, yeah, I mean, can you believe we sat on the couch with Wino? Yeah. That's I mean, still can hard you believe? Believe? it's like, what the fuck? Did that, that happen to us? Right. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> well, we're also, that's on soundcloud.com backslash Thunderdash Underground. You can also find all the newer podcasts and some of the highlighted older ones on YouTube. And right there, it's at, at The Thunder Underground, so click subscribe there. We also do a new show on there now where we, it's called Every Album in a Row, where we go through every album in a row from an artist, yep. li listen to every single song in chronological order, and then we just talk about the experience of listening to an entire catalog from a band. And we've done that with Guns N' Roses, Metallica, Megadeth, Ozzy, and Pantera. Van and, Halen. 
Well, Van Halen's not out yet. Oh, shit. Sorry. Yeah. But well, it's coming out. Yeah. It'll be coming out here later this week. So, there you go. And we're working on Motley Crue. Yeah. Which I've already, I'm already two albums in, and you haven't even started. No, I'll get it there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But we've got that will be a fun one. Yeah. We've got t-shirts, koozies. Uh, if you're a band, email us. We'd like to play your stuff. You know, Trent, you know, he hates most of everything. You know, but I, you know, I'm, I'm over there kind of, you know, saying, you know, you need to lighten up. So I hate most of everything. I love JLo's ass. (laughs) So we'll play it, even though, you know, Trent's going to be talking shit about it, but I'll get it on the air. I promise. Did you hear me talking about how much I love (laughs) custom black earlier? That band's fucking badass. Hey, I just like to give you shit, man. I know. It's what I do. Yeah. It's great. I got to (laughs) do. Well, another thing to point out is every Monday night we're on WSNR 102.7. You can find them at that WSNR102.7.com. You can also go on to the download the CryKey Premium Radio app and turn the dial to 102.7. We're on every Monday night at 7 p.m. Central. And, you know, you can hear us live streaming on there. we happy to be a part of it and look forward to continuing that. Definitely. Yeah. You can also find us at thethunderunderground.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter. All that great stuff. And the email, like Jason said, to send your music is thethunderunderground at gmail.com. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I think we covered it. Other than on April 21st, Century Media is releasing Darkness Remains from Night, Night Demon. So remember, yes. once again, you can pre-order that thing now, vinyl, all that great stuff. Which you should go do. Yeah. So get with it. Century Media, hey, Body Count's also on that label. That's we right. We about them earlier. That's right. And Queensryche and Scorpions. We got Klaus Mine from Scorpions coming up in a couple episodes, so be on the lookout for that. What? I hadn't told you about that No, yet. you didn't tell me about this. No. Okay. It's going to be great. Everybody, that's probably a lie. All right. Trent has gone crazy. This is time to just turn it off. All right. Until next time. Thunder Underground, y'all. Thunder Underground, y'all.